When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. It's like anytime there's grilled cheese comes up, Mahoney's like, hold on, let me verify. Dave, there's very few things in this world that I am a uh, master at making, and grilled cheese is one of them. That's how I got my wife. I made her a grilled cheese and a pickle. You put a pickle in there? I feel, I feel like instead of a D in a box, it's a pickle and a grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I got my wife. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. I'd love to play the violin. There's something hauntingly beautiful about it. Message and the harp. I love both of those instruments. I feel like you should play the harp or hot. Yeah, the harp. Yeah. Har- what do you call them? Harpoonists? <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. They were, they were counting. This is, again, one of those reasons why you don't te- count your chickens before the egg. Or how's that, how's that saying go? I don't know, but it sounded good. Don't count so let's your go with eggs before they hatch or yeah, something? Yeah, whatever, you know. Yeah, don't count your chickens, don't count your eggs, because they both going to fry. <laughs> <laughs> we don't yet. All right. No. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news. you got to watch out because your pressure cooker is going to explode. No, don't tell me that. I'm already really scared. I mean, I've touched yeah. my pressure cooker, I know. man. I, know. I mean, I've been, you know, I, that's why I don't have a pressure cooker. That's why I don't pressure cook. Really? Yeah. They are scary. I mean, that's where, I mean, you, most of the homemade bombs out here are pressure cooker bombs. Well, yeah, yeah, they're scary. What is, what is the, this story about? So Best Buy is recalling a million pressure cookers due to reports of burns and other injuries. Uh, The pressure cookers have incorrect volume markings for the inner pot, causing users to overfill, and then it explodes hot liquid and food, which gets ejected from the appliance, causing burns to users. Yeah, no, not cool. Not cool, man. Like, nah, man, nah, nah, nah. It is uh, specifically the uh, Insignia multifunction pressure cookers. Luckily, I don't have that one. I don't, don't have that one either. I, okay. I actually I don't have any pressure cookers, so that's that's okay. So luckily, you're okay. I'm you're safe. double you're safe. safe. I'm safe. You don't cook at home, so you're safe. I'm safe. Yes. He's got an air fryer. Yeah, don't Dave. you yeah. tell I made him fish he don't sticks cook. last night, sir. Again, I did. Did you get how? any tartar sauce oh, this time? My. Nah, man. I just use uh, seasoning. Yeah. How many fish sticks did you put in your mouth? Fifteen. Fifteen. Again? You ate the other half of the bag? Yeah, I finished. Polished off that bag. Some, uh, some good news today as well. Um, I think this is good news. It's that everyone loves Halloween. I mean, we've seen this, uh, you know, growing up, there was no like huge, extravagant, over the top Halloween decorations that I recall. It was always Christmas that people would go People nuts would for. go buck wild on Christmas. I, I think Halloween decorations over the last 10 years, as we've seen it Ramped ramp up. up, especially because Home Depot just decided to start pushing it they're like we're gonna just start selling all sorts of stuff consumers will consume and they will 12 billion dollars spent this year on halloween uh one billion of that at your house yeah, yeah right pretty much this is the dave and mahoney show people all over the world are reflecting on the passing of matthew perry at 54 years old this is a clip from a diane sawyer interview that he done uh, did rather and matthew perry uh, you know, he's obviously been through a lot over the years, and here he was talking about some of the challenges that he had, even in the height of his fame. I know that hat. I was taken aboard that hat. They did experiments on me. I can't have children. Uh, it's very hard to 
watch that because in this weird way I feel I feel sorry for that guy because that's a guy that's out of control I didn't know what was going on with me I weighed 155 pounds on my way to 128 pounds I feel too sorry for that guy he's going through too much and it's me and I didn't understand what was going on but again I'm sorry and I'm so grateful to not be that anymore so his family has come out, and they have obviously commented on it, and they uh, referenced, you know, his fans because he did have a ton of fans all over the world, and uh, just really kind of unfortunate how everything went about here. We don't know if there was some sort of incident where he had like cardiac arrest, but you're like, so there's no drugs found at the scene, but no he passed play. away in this hot tub and like eventually drown or whatever. So just really sad the situation. But I know that you guys were. Big fans of Matthew Perry and friends over the years. Yeah, you know, my uh, when the news broke, you know, my wife and I were together. And, you know, I've, you know, usually celebrity deaths, you get kind of sad, you know, like, but that's one that we watched, you know, like my wife loved friends and watched every week. Same thing with me is one of those things that just was such a part of my like growing up that it's uh, it's sad to see somebody who was so iconic to, uh, you know, be taken from us at, you know, as we know such a young age 54 yeah it seems like he's so much older than 54 because he lives such a full life yep. and it feels like numerous lives in a lot of ways but yeah just really sad to uh, to lose matthew perry um you know and obviously after he'd been through everything and kind of yep. made it out on the other Thought side he was well. turning it around yep. you know there was talk of you know he had been clean and sober and you know, and found a love for pickleball. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things <laughs> that kind of, you know, obviously uh, a lot of people love pickleball, but he was playing five days a week, hired a, a professional trainer. And, you know, just just sad to see such a talented guy uh, gone and taken too soon. See, um, one of the things that actually like was the most gutting over the weekend uh, from his passing, a friend of mine posted I guess an interview he had done where he was talking about all of the things that he does for helping people in their sobriety. And he's opened, you know, halfway houses and he's helped one-on-one and in group sessions with people. And he was like, I know that everybody's going to be talking about friends, friends, friends was the quote. And how all I really want to be known for is the things and the acts of kindness that I have done for people while they are trying to find their sobriety because there is nothing harder than that. Even whenever he was trying so hard to figure that out himself the selflessness that goes in helping people who are also on that poison, you know, something yeah. that is so affecting so many lives, right? He was like, I just want to be known for that, even though I know that people are only going to remember me for friends. And I'm one of those people. The first thing I posted was, you know, Matthew Perry in Friends. And, you know, I watched um, Almost Heroes with him and Chris Farley over the weekend, too. I mean, one of my favorites. So it really is gutting. I mean, I don't know if there is something other maybe than like, like a Robin Williams or, you know, some of the death of the characters for Harry Potter for me that kind of has affected me in this way because he was so young. I feel like I still view him as an almost 30-year-old. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a 20-something. He's kind of Very immortalized in that to, age for to me. Chris Farley for, for me. Didn't he pass away in a hot tub as well? No, it was his apartment. His apartment and, yeah. yeah, drug-related, unfortunately, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, same sort of thing. Like, just such a great kind of light-spirited comedic mind. And then it's just, it makes you so sad to know they were struggling so mightily behind the scenes. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. If I 
can eat anything without consequences. Look, man, you might find me in uh, in a tub just eating chocolate all day long. I mean, just keep eating it. Never stop it. Message Is deleted. the tub filled with chocolate or are you in the tub while it's getting cold eating chocolate? You have to eat it before it gets cold. That's how quickly you have to eat the chocolate. Okay. Chocolate fountains gross me out, man. Golden Corral weddings. Golden Corral weddings? When was the last time you went to a wedding with Golden Corral? No, I mean, I mean I'm not like Golden that. Corral and weddings. Oh, oh. <laughs> Those are really the only two places you'd see a chocolate fountain. Yeah. I thought you meant you've been to a wedding where they were like, hosted by Golden Corral. I mean, hey, I kind of like that idea. (laughs) Yeah, buffet? Are you kidding me? They're fried chicken slapped. I used to love, I used to special request if we would go out to eat as a family to go to Golden Corral. That was like my favorite place as a young child. Was it for the chocolate fountain? Was that why? No, it was for the unlimited, like the vat of gravy. If they would have subbed... The chocolate fountain for a gravy fountain. Ooh. I would have just been laying there yeah. <laughs> underneath. <laughs> Love it. Did you have like a go-to buffet when you were a kid? Uh, Bonanza buffet. I don't know if those are around. What, in the Midwest? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was mine as well. The uh, the chocolate mousse on the Bonanza Ooh. salad bar. What is Bonanza? <sighs> Bonanza was, it was just Bonanza. a buffet. It it's was, like, dude, it was everything. Like, yeah. a sizz- like, a, like, a, like a not as nice sizzler. I don't even know if we had a sizzler. I mean, it's funny. It was called Bonanza Steakhouse, wasn't it? Steakhouse, yeah. but yeah, yeah. It, you don't look at it as a steakhouse by any means. No, I mean that's like Ryan's Steakhouse. Though. Oh, we you had know? Ryan's. Like, no, it's not a steakhouse. What are you talking? Yeah, about? Exactly. we had Golden Corral, Ryan's, and Barn Hills. Barn Hills. Woo <laughs> wee! <laughs> you see, you guys had Sizzlers and Bonanza in Golden Corral. Yeah, Bonanza was yeah. the big one. Wow. Bishop's, I think, was another one I remember going to. I distinctly remember going to Bonanza. When I was a kid with the whole family, and we had six kids, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. But my uncle was in town, and he was just lying about our ages. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, he is uh, eleven, and <laughs> like six three. Squat, <laughs> and I, squat down. And I'm sixty seven. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Mahoney, you're a tech guy, so I was wondering, how often do you turn off your computer at home? My friend gave me grief. When I told him I never shut off my computer unless it needs to be updated, and I've never had issues with it. Message deleted. So my wife is uh, a very uh, she's she's in charge of the finances, mm-hmm. and like anytime the electric bill gets like out of control, you know I get blamed. So uh, I turn <laughs> my computer off every night. I wish I was more like your wife. Like, how does she have control like that? Like, at what point do you become that person? I, like, where she's just regulating everything in the house? You just are that person? Because here's the thing. As we've gotten older, you know, like, at 32, I thought I was like, man, you know, like, I should be better than I was at 22 about these sorts of things. Yeah. And now here I am at 42. It's the same. Uh, it, you either got it or you don't. Yeah, it's but never going to change. There's, there's lines. Like, for me, the wife going, hey, it's going to be 87 degrees in the house during the summer. Like, no, that is irreconcilable differences. What are you talking about? What do you mean? And now, even when your wife's not around, she's conditioned you so well that this you can do it naked to your... with those sheets. <laughs> it's at 94 and degrees. It's comfortable. Just a sweaty vampire laying there. That's wild. Nude. Sweaty vampire. <laughs> it is very That's pale. his Halloween costume. <laughs> it is. We're taught at a very early age to welcome and accept others' imperfections. But then tell me why all the ugly pumpkins are the ones left over at the pumpkin patch in October. Message deleted. Those those weird ass like they look like them. they look like they have warts. Yeah, you Don't got warts. They look like the elephant man. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. 
I love them. You those love are the, the ones I go, those are the ones I go how, pick out. How many out. of those do you have right now? I actually don't have a single. I live in an apartment complex, oh. and I'm one of those people that keep them. Oh, if I'm going to so, get a pumpkin, I'm going to keep it till it's like goo. So hang on a second. So you love the warty pumpkins in theory. Uh-huh. 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 But she's not Just speaking not with enough. her dollars. Yeah, not enough to adopt not, one. I look at them they're like they're in a zoo. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, look at them. Yeah, you're so cute. Just I love keep you. Them contained. See you later. Keep them contained. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. In the Redneck Report, we hear a lot about stupid people doing stupid things. This is not a stupid person doing a stupid thing, and yet somehow they got in trouble for it. A Fort Lauderdale police officer, his name is Carl Hirsch, he received a 20-hour unpaid suspension. You're like, okay. 20 hours? We have heard about... a full day? We we have heard about some (laughs) cops doing some dumb stuff, but this is not the case. (laughs) The point is is that there shouldn't have been a suspension at all. Okay, what did he he do? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to suspend somebody, you got to go at least a whole day. That's like a Mahoney suspension. Didn't you get suspended for something similar? Went yeah. to like 18 hours or something oh, like yeah. that? And yeah. they realized that we were doing a charity event and that I was the one who was hosting it. Come on back Because I got drunk in an event. <laughs> Ooh, I got drunk at a concert. Oh, I mean, this is a, yeah, we're a rock show. What do you mean? Yeah. Settle That's down. So silly. I mean, you did tell a 12-year-old girl that her haircut that was lo- That was a 42-year-old Was it a man. dumb haircut? I mean, bring back bullying, honestly. <laughs> it wasn't a dumb haircut. That's so this uh, this cop who got suspended for 20 hours, the reason he got suspended is because he used his patrol car to stop a runaway moving vehicle with two little girls inside and no driver. So he, why did he get suspended for saving two That's kids? That's a really good question. So they're saying that he potentially violated the department policy by causing damage to city property. You're like, there's two little girls in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the police cruiser could take a couple of yeah. a couple of bumps. Your, right. your, your, your crown Vic can get a new bumper, bro. Like, wow. settle, settle settle down here. Whatever this police, like, I know that they're following, like, policy is like, because I think they said that this is the third time he's caused damage to his vehicle in the last year. And it's like, okay. Dude, if but, I was, that that's like the one upside. Like, if you're a cop, you can just rag the hell out of your car, which is why it's always so funny to me when I see people that have bought the old police cruisers. You're like, no vehicle has been treated worse than that car. I was watching something on TV yesterday where they were showing the inside of a cruiser, and this guy had one of those, like, Yankee Candle uh, air fresheners dangling from his rear view, and I was like, I feel like if I were to get arrested and put in the back of a car and it smelled like... Cinnamon, <laughs> I would be like, I could totally trick this guy into letting me go. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, sometimes people call me cinnamon. <laughs> yeah. Dude, oh my gosh. Also, yeah. if you know bu- you could do that, if you're buying an old ass cop car for your own personal use, that's just the biggest meth you, energy. You sell drugs, don't yep. you? Isn't that ironic? Yes. That only, I really do think that most people in the world view that that way. Like, if you were in a former cop car. Because we can tell. You sell drugs. Yeah, you sell drugs. And can I have some? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, road rage, old and busted, runway rage, that's all the new hotness right here. What are you talking about? So, surveillance showed a Martin County Sheriff's Office, uh, their police officer showing up after a 23-year-old by the name of Sumebd. Good job, Dave. Uh, S-U-M-E-B-H. 
The bee is silent. Smah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so he was upset because he was trying to get his pilot's license so he could take his first solo flight. Okay. And I guess... He was informed that he couldn't take his first solo flight for whatever reason. Maybe he hadn't qualified or done enough hours or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So instead of, you know, just doing the usual where you get in your car and you run somebody off the road, you know, totally standard stuff, uh, he got angry and started running into airplanes on the runway. Nice. So he crashed into 10 different airplanes owned by the flight school, causing significant damage. I mean, it wasn't this- his fault. <laughs> you don't, no. You just accidentally. You he just slipped. did it on accident. Well, did he hit these planes with another plane, or did yes. he get in a car? No, he was in his in the plane owned by the flight school, and then he rammed all their other planes. And he said that it was to make up for the money that he wasted on flight school. Okay. Oh, okay. So he just did it because he felt that he wasn't actually ever going to be able to get the plane off of the ground. Yeah, <laughs> like also, he wasn't learning well enough. That's not a way to know. really show that you're ready to fly by yourself by hitting. Ten other planes, bro. I don't know if we need to give this guy his pilot license. It sounds like a terrorist to me. Pretty much. This is David Mahoney. The pandemic just doesn't really seem like a real time to me. It's just so weird that we're still dealing with stuff from the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It happened this weekend. Uh, my my wife and I went out and got one of those helium tanks because we were filling up some balloons around the house. There's been a helium issue for years Pre-pandemic, now, actually. Right? Was that yeah. pre-pandemic? Yeah. I think that was pre-pandemic, then it got... Worse during the pandemic because going to Party City was like you had to be prepared to fight them, fight everybody in there, trying to find a balloon yes. with like a number on well, it. And oh. Everyone at Party City is in a terrible mood. The worst <laughs> mood of all because time. they can't Why? get their helium fix, man. Uh, but they're it's, all not, it's not. <laughs> they're all huffing it in the back. They were. So the problem for me this weekend is you know we're celebrating my daughter's fifth birthday, so we're just blowing up some balloons at the house. It's way easier to just get one of those tanks as opposed to going out. But we're like, how is the helium not holding up these? very light balloons that are designed for helium. Well, because now, Dave, did you know that they charge you an extra dollar for, like, the proper style of helium? So it's like, do you want these to last 24 hours? And I'm like, what do you mean? Helium used to last, if you can remember, like back in the day. Like a half. month Like, you would have to pop the balloon after, like, from your birthday, if it's in October, like, for your daughter. Those balloons would have lasted in the 90s until Christmas. Do these you helium used to have dealers to bust just... out, yeah, like a, like a pellet gun in order to get the ones down if you had a high ceiling. Ceilings, yeah, <laughs> man. They don't build... Helium ain't built like it yeah, used the, to. The helium dealer's out here just stepping on it. Just stepping <laughs> on their product. <laughs> no, like, for real. So, like, I, so I, I was talking to a guy who came over this weekend, and he was like, yeah, like the issue is that they're filling these tanks that they're selling now half with helium and the other half with oxygen or whatever it is. So it's basically just watered-down helium that you're buying mm-hmm. because Whoa. the, quote, shortage. And you're like, man, what a pain in the butt that is. But then, Mahoney, you're dealing with something that is totally different from the pandemic. I mean, sadly, you're you lost your dad yeah. in this in this past year. I had no idea that there was a backup on this sort of thing. I didn't either. So my dad passed back in January, and you know, had to take care of all the you know the family business and things like that. And he got you know where he's buried, the cemetery where he's buried at back home in Columbia, Missouri. He's you know it's it's uh, <laughs> it's you know it's like a not a family-run place, but it's a, it's a smaller, like a locally it, it, owned. It was it was family-run. Now it's owned by like a larger a, a larger group. Apparently, oh. you find out that there's like two like cemetery companies in the entire world. Really? Now, is it really? Like I didn't every know that. like it's crazy because I kind of deep dove it for a little bit just because I was interested. There's a so, monopoly on cemeteries. Nothing like consolidating death. Yeah, <laughs> that's Jeez. well, that's here, pretty freaky. Here, here's yeah. the thing. Uh, it's that that's that's an industry that's not going anywhere. 
True. You yeah. know, I mean, literally, yeah. it's 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 kind of recession proof. It's pandemic proof. Actually, kind of thrived during the pandemic. Uh-huh. But one of the crazy things is, so you know, we wanted to get a marker for my dad's grave, as you do. And there was a back order on. I don't know what the the specific type of stone that they use for that. And apparently, because there's only like a limited amount of people who come out and actually like carve it and you know like make it into saying like here is whoever whatever you want to say sure. on there yeah. so people actually carve those it's not like some chick it's with not a, a machine cricket. no it's like somebody comes on site and does it which i again did not know i didn't either so you know i'm learning all these things and you know my dad would not care he, he you know the fact that any of this stuff is going on he's just like would, this what are we would, doing? would tell me like yeah. what are you doing like like stop with that but though like my dad is a huge kansas city chiefs fan like, I mean, monstrous. And one of the things I was like, you know what would be cool? You know, because they they had just, you know, they were in the, uh, they were in the, uh, the, 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 you know, the AFC championship game. That sort of stuff went on, won the, won the thing. And I'm like, I would like to get, they won, they won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I don't know if go. I could say that. Uh, <laughs> so he wanted, or excuse me, I wanted to get like a Chiefs logo on there. And they're like, we can't do that. Oh, because it's not officially licensed? Because it's not officially <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that you put a bootleg K- or you like just a like KFC. Re- like reverse it to a KFC. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, man, like this is like this. He would get a kick out of this. And I'm, so I'm like, I had to find a bootleg carver who would come. You found some dude who's going to do it off the, black the market? under the table? <laughs> that, is, that is right. <laughs> How much is this going to cost you to get a bootleg Kansas City so, Chiefs logo? Uh, By the way, I'm going to for sure dime d- you out to the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> don't you do it. <laughs> don't you do don't, I'm going to tra- call Travis Kelsey right now. So <laughs> it was $1,600. Is So I Jeez. kicked in an extra $200 and be like, hey, man, hey, let's be, get this on cool. there. Be cool about it. But, like, who knew? Like, because it's literally, that was in January and it's October now. So it's 10 months later that there was this huge like backlog on things of like carving stones so 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 that i can kind of get the understanding of this the stone itself isn't being it's it's there it's in it's in the cemetery yeah so he has to go out and carve it at the cemetery okay i was just making sure that this headstone wasn't get like passed around from person to person on the back of a truck because it just stays there and then he has to go out so he's Taking his time from January until now. But again, you know, I love that I'm violating copyright laws. (laughs) Would your dad find it funny if I uh, paid this guy $400 to etch the score of the Broncos versus Chiefs game from this year? They will haunt you. They will haunt you, Dave. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Have any of you ever tried an extreme sport, like maybe skydiving? Message deleted. Absolutely not. There is nothing that sounds worse to me than jumping out of an airplane. Are you scared of heights? I have done skydiving before. You are scared of heights? Not really scared, but it's like the lack of control. Bungee jumping, all of that. Have you want a strange man strapped to your back? No. I feel like that's a kink. That that didn't bother me, and maybe I have it. I don't know. Uh, but when I jumped out of the plane, the thing that, that sucked is when they yank the chute, and, I mean, it just tears up your grundle. Like, I mean, because the Rebused. straps go in between your legs, and, you know, you oh, just, I never thought of all that. of your yeah. weight just <laughs> stops on it all of a sudden. You're like, ow. I am so scared of heights. It's my biggest fear. Really? 
Do you I, get sweaty whenever you watch those people like posting dude, the like yes, the edge of the cliff? I have nightmares or, about it. I've mm-hmm. had friends try to Same. trick me into bungee jumping before. I will fight everybody uh, if that happens. Well, you, those he are not friends trying to trick you into bungee jumping. Also, also I don't bun- like that. Like, what do you mean you're you're gonna get giggles out of my terror? Yeah. yeah. Also, bungee jumping's pretty stupid, in my opinion. I mean, bungee jumping mostly happens in third world countries where there's like no regulations. So, like, I'm yeah. good on that. Yeah, or, what, what do you mean? Yeah, is this a regulated cord? It's putting a human on a slingshot. Yeah, they're like, hey, would you like a shot of tequila before we push you off this cliff? You're like, I not know, really. I want to know how new that cord is as well. Like, yeah. I don't want like a year old cord. Yeah, like uh, bungee jumping was like, if you were on spring break in Daytona, they had a crane in like a, 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 a mall parking lot or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah for Just sure. not for me, man. Not for me. Dave, when you went skydiving, uh, was it worth it? How long did it last? Uh, like the actual like descent, yeah, like when yeah. you jump out of the plane, it's tough to say exactly. It's, the The jump out of the plane was fun, and the free fall was was awesome. It felt like the slow descent after they yanked the chute was too long. Do you feel like say, you're having weird conversations? Like, yeah, awkward conversations. Well, it was like after, after, the fact, you, like, after you get over the view, you're like, "So how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh. Was, uh, you did you also enjoy the jump? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. And then you, you just sit there waiting, jump? you know, yeah. for do you get to hit the ground? Yeah, and you're like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, was this as exciting for you as well? You, um, <laughs> Does your groin hurt too? You watching the game this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> so awkward. We, we did do a zip line over uh, a giant canyon one oh, time. Oh my God, and Mahoney got stuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like the little dip at the end right before you get so, like, pulled in. There was, a weight, dude- <laughs> there was a weight limit. Let, let me just preface this. There's a weight limit for the zip line, and I came in two pounds under the weight limit, which I did not love that I was that close to the weight limit. To begin with, uh-huh. and, and you still went. I st- well, it was a, it was like a paid, it was like a promotional thing we were doing for the radio station at the time, and so we get up there, and you know it's high, it's over, you know it's it's over a canyon, it's between two <laughs> like little ridges. So it's like Mahoney and I were like kind of being forced to be out there because, and I mean, don't get me wrong, like I'm kind of into that sort of thing, yeah. so I was fine with it. But, but Mahoney, but there, well, there's like, like these drunk bachelorette parties that are out there, like. Wee! Oh, and we're just like, oh, God. Mahoney's like, I think I'm going to get stuck. And they they get tell stuck. you <laughs> if you are going too fast, you, you, you're, you like, supposed to starfish. And Dave and I take off at the same time. And, you know, I'm probably, like, 25, 30 pounds heavier than Dave at this point in time. and or maybe even 40 because you were thinner then. But we were like. <laughs> you were thin then. You were, like, doing, like, Muay Thai all the time and stuff. He so just I, looked at you and said, baby. <laughs> so I go flying by Dave. I mean, like, I'm just going so much faster than him. I'm coming in like a missile. So I start to freak out. A really fat missile. <laughs> the fattest missile. And you start starfishing? So I start to starfish, but I started my starfish too soon. So I'm I get stuck. You know, and we're 200 Just feet up. Mahoney with his arms and legs spread as he's going past Dave, totally and frightened by his Dave flies, flies by me. He gets off, and then they had to send, like, a, a 19-year-old kid out there to tow me. Well, the guy was, like, a Marine, and so he had to, like, hop on this this cable and, like, shimmy out to Mahoney's big ass, hook him up, and then tow him in <laughs> like his boat. Like he was a boat that broke down in the open water. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like a jeep stuck in the mud. Yeah, exactly. Oh, poor Mahoney, man. Well, Never. I'm glad. I'm glad that you had an adventure that day. Yeah, me too. He was a missile that launched that went boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> North Korean missile. <laughs> Audrey, you spent too much money. You would have no money if you had my money. I have $37,000 in one account. 
the other account, I got $47,000. Another account, I got 75000 In cash in hand, I have about $23,000. And in credit cards, I've got about $38,000. No, I've got about $40,000 in credit cards. I bet you wouldn't have all that money if uh, that was yours. Message delivered. But I bet you're ugly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Call our voicemail and say anything you want. Anything? Well, uh, almost anything. Call 833-YO-DUMMY to be a part of the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney present, Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. Cheryl is joining us today for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Cheryl, the question that I have for you is, do you believe that you truly are? Um, yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> Way to sell it. All, All right. right, so tell us about your uh, your level of education. How far did you get in school? I graduated high school. Okay. So Mahoney went to not one, not two, but three different community colleges and ascended from each one uh-huh. of those. And also graduated from a radio broadcasting trade school. And look at you well. now. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the fourth community college, Dave, you know, I drive by one every day. You're not. You're not. I could uh, see him re-enrolling <laughs> for no reason at all. I'm just going to go just to ruin kids who are in night school's lives. You're just going to sit up front, ask questions. All the questions. Right as, a, right right. as we're ending. Yep. All right, so Mahoney is going to leave the uh, the studio. I'm not going to tell you, Cheryl, whether or not you, uh, you got the answers correct until Mahoney re-enters the room and also gives his answers. There's a total of six, meaning that you have a pass. I would just encourage you to use that pass earlier uh, rather than later if you feel like you need it, okay? All righty. Okay. Question number one, how many U.S. presidents have been assassinated? Three. Okay, three is her answer. Question number two, what continent are the Maldives a part of? I'll pass. Okay. Question number three, passes burnt. What are the first ten amendments of the U.S. Constitution called? Is it A, the Ten Commandments, B, the Bill of Rights, or C, the Constitutional Conventions? Constitute The Constitutional Conventions. Okay. Question number four. What band is featured on Beavis's T-shirt from Beavis and Butthead? ACDC. Okay. ACDC is your guess there. Question number five. What does a Geiger counter measure? Is it A, radiation, B, moisture, or C, air quality? What was that again? What is it? A Geiger counter. It measures either A, radiation, B, moisture, or C, air quality. A moisture. Okay. And final question. Macaulay Culkin was paid $1 million, the first child star to ever do so, for what film? Home Alone. Okay. All right. Mahoney is ready to re-enter the studio. Mahoney, it is uh, good to have you back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Audrey, what are you laughing at? Nothing, man. All right. <laughs> Nothing, okay. man. All right, going, I'm, I'm not laughing at anything, You're laughing right at me. I'm feeling like I got a good night's rest last night. Did you? Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm feeling real good today. You, so. look, you look spry today, I will say that <laughs> much. Know. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. I got uh, a little sun. A little sun. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you do yeah, look like you got a little, little, little color in your cheeks. You know, little vitamin D. Yep. You know, I love it. Question number one. How many U.S. presidents have been assassinated? Oh, boy. Well, depends on how we want to, like, because Zachary Tyler allegedly was assassinated and poisoned. But the we, guy I don't from know. Home Alone? Or Home Improvement? That's uh, <laughs> Zachary Ty Bryan. Mm. 
Or is it Martin Van Buren I'm thinking of? I'm a pass. <laughs> but my guess would be three. Okay. Uh, you would be wrong, and Cheryl was also wrong. Uh, the correct answer is four. 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 Ah. Question number two, what continent are the Maldives a part of? The islands? Mm-hmm. They're part of a continent. It's, it's, it's Asia. Yeah. Wow, yeah. good job, Mahoney. Mahoney is great. It's like, I don't feel like... I don't feel, right. I don't feel like saying islands are a part of con a continent when they're not, like, literally attached. Okay. So. Um, sure. Uh, Cheryl passed on that one, so okay. you've got one correct. Uh, Cheryl has zero correct so far. Uh, pass is burnt for both of you. Question number three, what are the first ten amendments of the U.S. Constitution called? Bill of Rights. Okay, Bill of Rights. I was going to give you multiple choice, but you are correct. I don't need it. I don't need multiple choice. Uh, Cheryl guessed constitutional conventions, which no, is incorrect. No, no, it's Bill of Rights, man. Yeah, Bill of Rights. Okay, uh, question number four. Let's see if you get this one right. Uh, what band is featured on Beavis's T-shirt from Beavis and Butthead? Metallica. Metallica is correct. Cheryl guessed ACDC. ACDC is on Buttheads. Yeah, you were close. You were close. Wrong, uh, wrong cartoon character. Uh, question number five, what does a Geiger counter measure? Radiation. Okay, didn't even need the multiple choice there. That is correct, Mahoney. Uh, Cheryl guessed moisture. Ah, not no. correct. No, no. All right, final question. Macaulay Culkin was paid $1 million, the first child star to ever do so. For what film? I don't know. It, I don't think it was for Home Alone. I think it was The Good Son. No. No. My girl, my girl is my, my girl. girl. Yeah, my His girl. Classes. Dude, I did. You can't I, see without. I did glasses. see a great Halloween costume idea as you dress as Macaulay Culkin and then your your partner dresses as the bee. Oh, sick! Dude, He's I carrying saw, around a broken pair of glasses. I saw one. It was Randy Johnson and the Dead Bird. So <laughs> <laughs> that way, this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Mahoney, out of all of the animals out there that just suddenly go berserker, I mean, is there anything that is weirder than a deer? Uh, Dave, when you see deers just end up in, like, grocery stores or barber shops or, like, a Target, it's the craziest thing you've ever seen. Well, because you're just hanging out, and there was that video that went viral, I don't know, a couple of years ago now, where there's just these people in this hair salon getting their hair done, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, big pane glass window up front, I think on Main Street, yep. and this deer just comes flying through, and the, the problem is that it's not like a predator, right? It's not like a the sort of animal that you're worried is going to come in and start messing like you eat, up because it's, it won't eat you, but it can mess you up real bad. Well, because it is as dumb and freaking out as everyone else in that establishment. Right. It is just as confused, if not more. And now we have another incident of deers gone wild. This is not a uh, a barbershop. This was a restaurant, and okay. this is, comes to us from Wisconsin. So a deer crashed through the window of a Noodles & Company restaurant during the lunch rush, and security camera footage showed the chaotic scene as customers scrambled for safety while the deer was freaking out, wandering through the seating area and kitchen trying to figure out where the hell it was. Maybe so, it was just hungry, man. Like, maybe it wanted to get some fried rice, get some dumplings. Just, you know, make it, you know, have a nice little afternoon lunch, Dave. The restaurant turned the unexpected visit into a marking op opportunity by offering a two-buck Mac and cheese special in honor of the deer jumping into the diner. Okay. Get it? Two uh, bucks. Yeah, shouldn't it be one buck? I mean. Yeah, because unless there was two in there. I mean, but inflation, you know. Okay. Yeah, you got to keep the prices up. Fair, fair. But, I mean, how would you react if a deer just suddenly burst in? Because you're a man that enjoys a nice, quiet dinner. I, I, I do, and you have a deer that's uh, interrupting my, uh, my early afternoon dinner. Would you fight the deer? Because I don't know about you. I feel like I could take a deer. 
I don't think I could take a deer. I feel like I could take a deer if I had things. You ever to seen throw a deer at. kick somebody? I mean, not straight on, like not just uh, like hand to hoof. Yeah, because that's no fair. But, but if I if I had like a table and some chairs and some, I, you think if you hit a chair, if you hit a if you hit a buck with a chair, pro wrestling style, you think that would stop it? No. I think it would surprise it. And I also think <laughs> like, if you had a one of the glass ketchup bottles, like you can whiz those things pretty good. <laughs> I can't give you one of the plastic ones, but if you had a, a glass, or do you, sh- or, do you or do you spray and, and the Cholula. or do you spray the the ketchup on the ground so the deer can't get his footing? Oh, and then mm, you know, that's mm-hmm. a high level move right there. If only you have a whole bunch of extra banana peels, you'd wish be you ready had to some go. thumbs now, don't you? This is David Mahoney. You know the songs, but can you name them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Jim is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How you doing, Jim? Pretty good. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. You're trying to name the artist and the song. That's going to get you a full point. You got a couple lifelines if necessary. And again, these are kind of all over the place. We have one of 20,000 views. The first one here, only 14 views on this one. Hmm. Good luck to you. This one goes out to my boy, Kyle Walker. Big love for all the support and all the requests. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking over digging the sounds. Egon chains back by his main hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive. With their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker 5. And we'll stop it right there. That one has 14 views for a good reason. But you may have noticed that there's going to be a little bit of a theme to cover your ears today. Jim, do you know it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do, but it's the artist I'm a little shaky on. Mm-hmm. It's the it's mo- it's the Monster Mash. Monster Mash is correct. Any guesses on the artist, or do you just want to take a half point there? Um, no, take a guess. Uh, I was thinking uh, that it's some old guy. He's really a I I don't know. I don't know his name. There's uh, been a lot of covers of that song too, so that's one I uh, maybe it a little easier. You do get a half point or maybe an, an additional quarter point because he is in fact okay. an old guy. Uh, that is Bobby Boris Pickett, who was the uh, the original Bobby artist. Bobby Boris Pickett. There you go. Never, never in my life have I ever heard of Bobby Boris Pickett until today. Until heard, today, yeah. I've heard that song one billion times. And now you know it was Bobby oh, Boris. Bobby Pickett. Boris. Yeah. I was driving around last yeah. night and heard a Beach Boys cover of that that I had never really? heard before. Huh. I think I'm good. I think I'm good on that. Was it good? It's the Beach Boys. Of course it's good. Of course it's good. I don't don't know if I want my Monster Mash to sound like uh, California-themed, though, personally. Okay, here we go on to the next one. 687 views on this one from Metal Man 8713. Good luck. I live my life like this. No tomorrow. Oh, I got a hand on a steel. You start on me to beg on the morrow. I'm living at a beast that kills. Ooh, yeah. Is he playing yes. rock band? Yes. Is he playing rock band? <laughs> Jim's into it. <laughs> For real, I asked that because I heard clicking in the background. May, Chris, is that what was happening there? No, no. no. This guy's out of his mind. What's the, oh, the clicking? I don't know, man. That was somebody somebody playing Russian roulette. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jim, over to you. Do you know it? Yes, David Lee Roth, Van Halen, Running with the Devil. Yes, sir. Running with the Devil, Van Halen. One and a half points. 
All right, so you're doing good. All right, here we go on to uh, number three. You still have a couple of lifelines should you need them. This next one only has 22 views from Val Wolf. And I wish you the best of luck. I will say there is multiple people that have covered this song, so we will accept multiple answers. Here we go. Stop it right there. That's thirty seconds. Off kind of good. Kind of good, and then it just happened? went off the rails. They were man. just ripping off of each other in, in a negative know. way. They were both individually good, just not together. Okay, Jim, over to you. Not really sure about that one. Uh, I, I need some I help. Can, I can, I help, I can help, help you out on that with uh, at least uh, at least the name of the song. It's I put a spell on you. The, I put a spell on you. Is yeah. correct. You picked the wrong person. <laughs> what? Oh, do you know? Well, we can't both tag team. No, you it. can't both tag team it. I don't know the artist. No. I just know the song. There's multiple people yeah. that have covered the song. Any guesses at all? But there is really only one right one. Nothing? Okay. I got nothing. Nina Simone. Uh, Screaming Jay Hawkins, uh, Annie Lennox, yeah. Nina Simone. She's the Cream, originator. CCR, all of those are on the uh, on the list. For... CCR would be the one I would be yep. more familiar with. Yep. Yeah. All right, so you get a half point okay. there. Mahoney is burnt as a lifeline. Audrey's still available. Okay. Here we go. On to number four. This is the most popular one of the day. It's got 20,000 views. And realize there is nowhere left to run. stop it right there that was actually pretty good uh but man it sounds so much different so than different. the original so trip me up there for a second jim do you know it if not i think audrey can help out audrey is that thriller michael jackson that is thriller by that michael jackson tripped me yeah. up. i was so confused yeah oh man okay it's okay we <laughs> got it together you got the point you got three okay lifelines right. are burnt it all comes down to this got to get a full point okay. and you got to do it on your own here we go okay Look at the faces to the bells. It's hard to believe we need a place called here. Place called here. All right, we'll stop it right there. Got it. What, what is it, Jim? <laughs> I love that you were trying to get it while the song was going. I could hear you. You're so happy. Go ahead. Lay it on us. It's Devil Inside by NXS. Yes, sir. Good job, man. Well Fantastic done. job. That was a really tough, yeah. really tough day. And it's songs that we've heard that's one billion the, times. That's being an 80s baby, man. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Have you ever had an encounter with the other side? Ooh. I know. You can call us at 833-YO-DUMMY or on social media. Katie said, my grandfather passed away after a battle with cancer when I was in fifth grade. I never have dreams that are in a real setting, but I woke up to him standing at the foot of my bed. Ah. I asked my grandpa, what are you doing here? He smiled and said, I came to say goodbye. Oh. And he walked through the wall. My mom woke me up a few hours later to tell me that he had passed. 
Ugh. What do you no, mean? That's, that's, that's kind of sweet. That's sweet. Just want to say. Foot of the bed, huh? Yeah. Well, tickling your feet. It's her grandpa. <laughs> Don't make it creepy. I'm just saying that's weird. Thomas is joining us this morning. Thomas, what happened with you? Yeah, um, I had a uh, been over in a graveyard, and I had a bag of Jolly Ranchers in my pants pocket, and I had a felt a tap on my leg, and I moved my camera over, and you could see a little girl right in front of me with a sun hat, uh, coveralls, and she was looking up at me like, can I have a piece of candy? But when I looked without my camera, I couldn't see her. Mm. Who, sure? knew, who knew ghosts like Jolly Ranchers? Jolly Ranchers, yeah. Can you? Was it a specific flavor? Mm, the watermelon. Or the That's best. mine, actually. Yeah. That's my favorite. No, it, it, was, it was one of the, um, I just grabbed a handful and threw them in a baggie and put them in my pocket. Oh, I see. Yeah. What were you doing hanging out in a graveyard, though? Were you looking for ghosts? Yeah. I, I was so <laughs> Was that the only ghost you saw? I mean, if you're going to go looking for ghosts, that's a pretty good place. Oh, no. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I, I, got, I got quite a few others on film. Wow. Oh, wow. That's pretty spooky. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Thomas. Valerie joining us this morning. Hey, Val. Hey, good morning. So you had an encounter as well? Yes, I did. What happened? I was in the bathroom, had on a pair of earrings. I was taking the one earring out of my ear, put the back on it, set it down on the counter. When I looked back in the mirror to remove the other earring, I uh, went to place it down on the counter, and the one that I had previously put there was missing. So I laid that one down on the counter, looked around on the floor, couldn't find it, got back up, looked on the counter, and it was missing. We got a bunch later, of kleptomaniac ghosts around here. We got them stealing earrings and Jolly Ranchers. Like, what is going on with these ghosts? But two weeks later, I found it in the refrigerator, in the freezer. In you the know? freezer? Do you drink? In the freezer, both of them. <laughs> I'm serious. There's a heart attack of the day. I believe you. Ever. Yeah. Like, because there's no way that you would it would fall out into the freezer. There's no way that no, you would accidentally all. set it there. I mean, we, I've set my phone in the refrigerator. We named him. Yeah. Yeah. We named him. His name is Jay Walter Jones. Jay Walter Jones. <laughs> Say his name three you times. Whenever anything weird happens, it is Jay Walter's fault. <laughs> no, Jay Walter. Thank you for the That's call, That's a cute Val. name for a ghost. Uh, this one from Feels Eric. like an attorney. Let's <laughs> <laughs> call Jay Walter today. Uh, Eric on Facebook said, I felt my wife sit down in the bed next to me about 3 a.m. I thought it was sexy time or something, so I reached out, and there was nothing there. Rolled over, and my wife was fast asleep on her side of the bed. It creeped me out. Is it considered cheating if you bang a ghost? You can bang a ghost. Oh. You can 100% bang a ghost. Okay, all right. <laughs> Does that mean she likes Mom's it? Moms in the night oh. are different. Uh, Greg yeah. joining us. What's up, Sheets Greg? Sheets are built in. <laughs> when I was 18, I was working in Alaska with my brothers, and I had a dream my grandfather came and sat down on my bed. And I got up in the morning, I told my brothers about it, and an hour later, my mother called us and said my grandfather passed away that night. Dude, it is so wild how many stories we hear like that where it's they come to say goodbye, you're a, a kid at the time, you have no idea, and you're the one that reveals it first. Like, you yeah. call your mom and say, hey, I had a dream about grandpa, and she's like, I've got some news. It's just wild. There's just Killing. no way that you're, like, I mean, I believe that, like... I don't know if I, like, I, I don't want to, like, necessarily believe in, like, ghosts are moving stuff and doing stuff like that. But, like, there's no way that your brain knows that 
or you you experience something like that and it's not connected in some way, shape, or form that we just can't understand. Melani on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney said, the house we used to live in was haunted by a child, never had a threatening presence, just a playful and sometimes mischievous one. I first realized it when I thought my nine-year-old was hiding. I heard a giggle in the kitchen. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. You don't want to hear a giggle in the kitchen. When I was coming oh. downstairs, I got to the kitchen, and the pantry door was shut. And I laughed and said, I wonder where Antonio's at, my child. I didn't open the door. I just got a drink and started to walk out of the kitchen, keeping an eye on the pantry, waiting for him to jump out. But Antonio was actually coming downstairs at this time. <laughs> the giggle was too young to be his older brother, so, yeah, I opened the door. Nobody there. No. Occasionally, I would hear a, bow, a ball bouncing off the walls or a giggle here or there. Radio would go on and off by itself. And we'd say, okay, that's enough, or you're being silly again. And the interaction would just stop. Oh my Lived gosh. there for seven years. A kid, like a kid spirit is so much freakier to me than like an adult. Yeah, because yeah. you can't hit a kid, you know? <laughs> what? Like, you can, like, Jesus. you can't. <laughs> This is Dave and Mahoney. Jeff joining us this morning. What's up, Jeff? Hey, so um, uh, a ghost story. Okay, so my um, my stepmom passed away from uh, pancreatic cancer. Yeah. She was living in La Puente, California, and my wife and I were living here in Arizona, and my wife woke up to my stepmom standing at the foot of the bed, and she goes, Brenda? And my stepmom said, take care of my boys. And then she turned around and walked away, meaning me and my dad. Wow. And she turned around and walked away. You know, it makes my heart happy every time I think about that story. So so I just wanted to share that with you guys. Right on. Thanks for the call today, man. Appreciate you. You got it. Bye. Not everyone believes in ghosts, though. Gail is here to tell us that it's all a lie. Go ahead, Gail. Okay. A ghost, there is no such thing because that would be a human soul. A human soul cannot come back. Once you're dead, you are dead. But Let me ask you this, though, real quick, Gail. How the hell do you know? Yeah. Because I study the Bible. Okay. All right. Okay. So where where in the yeah. Bible does it say that ghosts can't come back? Because have you heard of a guy named Jesus? Oh, okay. I want Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> and I believe in him, too. Only through God to put the Holy Spirit into Jesus, Jesus can't do it on his own. Okay. Mm. I got a so, question though, Gail. Can if sure. can 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 there be animal ghosts? That's a really no. good question, Mahoney. Like, if you have like your favorite goldfish and he comes back, like, can he? I would just love chill? to be haunted by like a uh, a gaggle of beagles. Aww. Aww. Yeah. yeah. And they, you know, they just be oh. howling. Lassie yeah. or something. Yeah. That'd yeah. be sick. Okay. This is not a laughing matter. I'm very serious. Once you open up a door that you cannot close, you're doomed. Demons roam this earth. They know everything about you. What's the difference between a demon and a ghost, then, though? A ghost is a person, a human soul. Well, what was a demon? A demon just came from hell? Yes. Uh, These are the fallen angels. I see. Mm -hmm. Uh That the Almighty God kicked out of heaven. Okay, they are on this earth. And you play around with the paranormal, it's trickery because they could be anybody they want to be. You know, I'm gonna Okay, I'm gonna make this call disappear. Um Cowboy, how you doing, man? Howdy, well this is Andrew from UPS and and I, I ten years old, my daddy uh worked for TRW for forty years as a master electric uh, a master uh electrical engineer in mm-hmm. communications. Yeah. And uh he got a house in Torrance. It was uh, made in 1935, uh, 
And the old man that was there with his wife was the last one there. The old man uh, took his own life and ended up stuck in purgatory, which where spirits don't go to heaven. They just kind of hang around. Right. Well, uh, reason why he took his life, well, he wasn't a good reader, and his wife was his reader. What? Well, Hold on. He he took he committed suicide because he couldn't read. Uh, he's tired of having his neighbors read his mail. Mm. He's an old man. All right. So he went in the garage one day, and and that was the story I heard from the neighbor. But I'm I'm about twelve years old at this point, and I'm having trouble with reading in school. That that ghost haunted me for two days, three days out of a week. Walking down the hallway, waking me up. Uh, one day he dragged me in the garage. I, I don't know why. And it, I didn't see him. I didn't smell him. It was just the noise that he made through this old house. Was he sounding out the word the? You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. How do you guys use urinals and not get splashed back? Like, I swear when you use it, it's, there's going to be a little sprinkle of pee splashing right back in your pants and your shoes. Ew. That's why I don't wear shoes in my house because you walk into a bathroom, like especially like if you're in a, a public restroom, like you walk into a, a bar's whatever, an airport bathroom, it's nasty. I will say That's I That's appreci- why I don't wear shoes in public restrooms. <laughs> you just go barefoot? <laughs> barefoot. Yeah. Uh, gotta, gotta pigs to the floor, That's boy. Right. <laughs> I appreciate the urinals that have the little like little grass things in them that yeah. like stop. Like if you don't have it, it's it. There's nothing worse. Like ours here in in the the company bathroom. Yeah, you get splash back. You get it hit right on the shin. You know what's better like, than the, ah. the, the little grass? You got to stand back. Oh, it's, see, but you're you're wearing shorts. So you I can wear tell. shorts, so you, you oh. can, if you that if means you know, that I don't know, and I'm just like hosing myself down. Yeah. Like I'm like kinky for myself. Um, what's better than the little grass thing? What's that? Ice. Yeah, but I feel like you're in a trashy place if there's ice. You do? See, I, yeah. find, I find it classy. No. Yeah. Classy? Yeah, it's classy. Did you like watching it melt? It's always a trough, I, Dave. I agree with Dave on this yeah. one, and it and it turns it into a game. It does. Like, I'm going to melt <laughs> you before I run out of, oh, I'm going to get you next time. It's oh, a lot of fun. That yeah. makes me want to barf. Does it? Yeah, man. That is so foul. Welcome to the world of being a guy. Yeah, I'm man. so glad I am a woman. You are such a liar. Because right you now in our bathroom. A, you would love a little ween. No. You'd have a great time with it. It's a I, blast. I would just be like, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, exactly. That would be all I would Wait, do. Blah, 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 blah. Like flapping <laughs> it. I don't know. But I mean, so I love our women's bathroom here at work because we have all of the lotions and potions and goos in there. Like we have the, um, I mean, seriously, we have beautiful smelling hand soaps that women bring in from the, like the sales staff. We have air spray, like for for the so it smells like a delight every time we go well, in. Well, good for you because somebody from that other morning show here in the building takes a hot slam at like eight o'clock every morning. Like, well, we don't you even do, have air fresheners. Did you there. eat three flounders for breakfast? Why do you smell like that, man? Okay, you're so unwell. They're like, asserting you their dominance. The I feel like you need to go in there and take a bigger slam. <laughs> you think that's, that's what it is? Yeah, we, we, we are not going to win a slam off. Or a slam dunk contest. <laughs> Not like that. Yeah, no. Builder is sick. No. You need Jesus. Please leave a message after the tone. In the music genre of punk, 
you guys have a favorite artist, album, or maybe it's even narrowed down to a favorite track? Band Offspring, Bad Habits. Message Where are you? Are you calling from the bathroom? Are you the <laughs> other show? It's, it's either the bathroom or the International Space Station. Like, take it off speaker, man. <laughs> what was that? I mean, I could barely hear. I he think he has, like, an, our favorite punk band. But punk yeah, rock. no, I mean, I'm, I'm a punk, punk purist. I really like, like, true punk bands like Green Day. No, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please, I will argue you guys to the death on this. I grew up like a punk rock kid. I was the biggest Sex Pistols fan, even though they only had one album. Uh, unknown bands like the Buzzcocks and Richard Hell and the Voidoids. But Mahon- oh. Yeah, but have you ever heard of My Chemical Romance? <laughs> <laughs> Blink-182. Yeah, true <laughs> punk. Please leave a message after the tone. I thought I was a century or two behind everybody. But hell, even I know nowadays they got peel and stick envelopes. You need to pay attention to what you're grabbing for. I just love you. Call me forever. Let's just talk, dude. Like I just love, I love him. Whatever you've got to say, you you freaked me out at first, but but now I'm here. The peel and stick envelopes, I know that they exist, but for whatever reason, they just didn't come with the invites or not the invites, but the the uh, cards that I'm sending out. So every lick of the envelope, I was like, why am I worried about sunflower oil being in my? In my coffee creamer, I'm worried about getting a paper cut on my tongue. Did you not see that Seinfeld? That's how George's fiance died because he bought cheap envelopes with like a a poisonous glue from China on there, and she licked so many it poisoned her and killed her. That's like that was like season six or season seven. No way. No, I've only seen like a episode or two of Seinfeld. Audrey, imagine soup episode. Imagine if you got like the the peel and stick envelopes. Like every time you'd send out out one of your little engagement announcements, you'd be like. Be on the Dave and Mahoney show by leaving a voicemail at 833 Yo Dummy. Leave a message. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, have you guys been watching Saturday Night Live recently? No. Because I have. Uh, you know, this season, like Pete Davidson hosted the first episode. I didn't see the entire thing, I saw clips of that one funny and then bad bunny hosted it a uh, week before oh. last and nate bargazzi it's all comedians or musicians because there's the actor strike that's going on right now so and that's it's working out pretty well in, in my opinion like the the nate bargazzi one this past weekend was really funny and somebody that's hosted it before and i've seen him host it uh, he did pretty well last time is uh timothy shimley or timothy chalamet shimley dimily yep and the reason why he is hosting it of course is because he's got his new wonka movie coming out He's also going to be uh, promoting the Dune Part 2. But I guess for whatever reason, uh, he's going to be hosting it and the actor strike isn't stopping him from doing so. Well, such. he's not going to be able to promote his movies then because that's against SAG after rules. So, But is his presence still promotion? Yes, I think so. Yeah. So he's he's crossing the picket lines, Dave? I mean, but if he's not really commenting on it, I mean, I feel like if you're, like, wondering what in the world Timothy Shimley is up to, you're going to Google it and also, then go, Also, why oh. is Saturday Night Live not considered acting? Right? That's a good point. sketch comedy? But, like, I mean, I get the writers are back, but, I mean, sketch comedy's not acting? Sure, you're I still mean, acting. You're, yeah, I would think that yeah. this would still fall under that umbrella. Interesting. This, Good point. This uh, this past week, I, I didn't know a lot about Nate Bargatze outside of what I've seen on 
like clips on social He's media. Got, you've never seen his Netflix or Amazon no. special? He's a clean comic. He's very clean. Yeah. yeah, a little He's too like, clean for me, personally. I, I, He's funny. I, I agree. But his, he, like, brings his, like, 11-year-old daughter, like, to every show. So, like, whenever you see her, she's like, and now my dad. I'm like, oh, this is going to be, like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is going to be either really boring or, or funny. And it's kind of somewhere in the middle of that. Yeah, but, I mean, I thought he did a really good job. And this is unbelievably the 49th season of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Wow. And somehow managed to kind of, like, keep it fresh. And I think the cast is like, really good right thinking now. Thinking about, like, what Lauren Michaels was, like, two. <laughs> you know? Right? You know, when he was, you know, launching this. I mean, think like about. how old is Lauren Michaels, really? Like, was he? Gotta, I'm going to guess. He's got to be in his 70s. Six, oh, I was going to guess, like, 64. But hasn't, hasn't he been in charge the entire time? Yeah, pretty so much. So you're telling he's me seven, that, 78 years old. Wow, so he, he was 27, 28, 29. 78 years old? He's older than our president. He could run for president. No, he's so. 78. Now, Biden's got him by a few years, I think. No, I mean, Biden's 77, right? Is he really? Yeah. Uh, really? I, yeah, dude. But really? The fact that, you know, you got really? a guy who was 28 years old who was running SNL as the executive producer way back when. Even then, you know, I mean, you think about the biggest names in comedy here in America, if not the world, they've all run through Saturday Night Live over yeah. the last 50 years. I mean, yeah. it's just, it, it, it is the it is a powerhouse of creating the future stars of comedy. You're right, Dave. Joe Biden, I'm sorry, is 80 years old. Okay, so, I was going to so say. They're the, like, but still, but like, still. The 78 and 80 yeah. are kind of the same age. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Lauren Michaels is, is rich and, you know, doesn't have quite the stress of, you know, running a country, a country. on his back. But, I mean, he's got to run SNL, and for a while there, there was, uh, that was, there was some dark times. This is Dave and Mahoney. So once again, I come to you guys for some sage advice because I am the parent here. I've got four little kids, so I may not be the best one to ask if this is acceptable or not. There is a restaurant in Georgia that has gone viral. They are facing controversy for charging customers an extra, quote, bad parenting fee of $50. If you are a bad parent in their restaurant, then you get popped with a $50 surcharge. Just become a restaurant that does not serve kids. We see those all over the country. That's pretty common. If you don't want kids to act like kids then don't put this in place. Kids are, whether or not you're a good or a bad or whatever parent, it's not, like, kids are going to be kids. If they, they yeah. can't control, they can't regulate their emotions. I'm sick of all the extra added fees that restaurants try to tack on. Oh, so anyway, this, this isn't, the, I think that's part of the reason why this restaurant's getting such a hard time. Because if it was just the bad parenting surcharge, you're like, kind of funny and also pretty relatable. Even as a dad of four little kids, sure. like, I get annoyed if somebody is totally ignoring their kid who's acting like but an a-hole. imagine your kid just being a kid and you get a $50 charge. It's oh, not that funny then. I'm flipping the table. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they also uh, have a $3 surcharge for sharing food, uh-huh. which if I buy the food, it's my food. Yeah. Yeah. Kick off. Uh, and also 3.5% charge for non-cash payments, which is disguised as a discount for cash payments, but really it's just an additional, an additional charge uh-huh. for the credit card. And it's even it's even more than the 3% that the credit card so is charged. So they're taking an extra half percent. An extra percent. half percent yeah. as well. Because there's no credit. for everything at this place. I for know. sharing food? Right. Yeah, so I mean, this place getting grief that they're getting online. I'm not. I. I. I don't. I don't feel any sympathy. You know. Oh, by my, the way, this uh, this restaurant's also gotten a hard time because they've turned actual service dogs away before, even though there's you know federal regulations against doing that. Like not just like people showing up with their dogs. That's one thing if you have a policy. If it's a service dog, that's a whole other thing. And they have 
gotten some grief for that as well. Yeah, but I mean, there are a lot of people who are out here pretending like their dogs are service dogs because you can just get one of those little vests and you cannot ask whether or not it is really know, a service that's dog. That's just part of it. It's like I when know. those people are all boarding the Southwest plane and like the pre boarding, you're like, man, none of y'all are handicapped. What is going on here? <laughs> yeah, you, you get pushed down in a wheelchair, then miraculously you were the first healed. one up and off the plane. That's like a Grandpa fake Joe. I saw yeah. that. I saw that last <laughs> night. Literally happened last wow. night. Really? First seat, first one off, and they they were running up the <laughs> up the jetway. They sprinted up that Dude, jetway. Bunch of dicks. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. So we watch a lot of reality TV in our house, and a lot of those are romance-based shows. So if you had to guess the amount of reality show relationships that actually work out, what would it be? Message deleted. Not even a percent. Yeah. Why would they work out? It's all fake. It's even like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, which are all supposedly about love. Mm -hmm. You're like, so hang on. You're telling me that you love me and that you want to get engaged to me in two days' time, but in those two days in between the time that I spent with you and when we're going to supposedly get engaged, you're going to go bang two other people in the fantasy suite and then, I don't know, hopefully shower by the time that you can come over here and get down on a knee and propose? I feel like on. one of the things that makes me even think it might even be less than a percent because the amount of divorces that happen when you actually even know the person is like over 50%. Yeah. So why would I even think that somebody would last more than two months if you've only known them a month? And like you just said, Dave, and you're having to be okay th- and pretend like you're not jealous because you are into someone and they're also into five other people at the same time. Right. No, absolutely there's, not. I think there's been like 30 seasons of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, Bachelorette and I think there's like two relationships. Two that couples actually, that are like married and have that, kids and are yeah. happy. Well, you're yeah. seeing all of these shows on Netflix now, like The Love is Blind and uh, whatever else, like Love Island and all of those, like, just gross What's shows. the one that you were saying is on HBO and they're, like, they're naked but they don't blur anything out? I don't know the name of it because I don't have HBO, but um, Mahoney, I think, is looking it up for us. But it's basically where it's- the guys go out there and, when, you're right, Dave, they just show everything. They are, they are fully nude. Naked attraction. And it's been on in the U.K. for years, apparently, and so now it's coming over to America. But, yeah, it's like everybody's naked. And it's they show everything, apparently. I mean, but, yes, like on the show. I mean, I knew somebody who went no on more. a show called, it was like called Dating Naked. It was like where they would go to like an island and everybody. It was, this was on like VH1 years ago. I mean, if I was like young and in shape, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> young and in shape and had a prosthetic. Please leave a message after the tone. What's your favorite type of dance? Salsa. It's vibrant, and it just makes you feel alive. Message it ain't my favorite kind of dance, but it's my favorite kind of dip. Mm-hmm. That's for sure, man. A good salsa. I don't like hot salsas, though. That's the new thing. I don't like it. That's, like, more Texas-based. I like, don't, when we I lived don't in like Texas, that. like, I was introduced to hot salsa. Like, warm salsa. Yeah, yeah. Not, not spicy yeah. hot, but temperature, room temperature mm-hmm. hot. It, it's like it, pizza sauce. It wasn't for me. Yeah, it felt a little marinara-y, but there were, I think there are good ones, but they're right. they're rare. If I attempted to salsa dance, it would be called room temperature salsa. 
I would love to see what your hips could do, Dave. You, like you just you, in there boogieing to some like to, salsa. Yeah, yeah Dave's yeah. hips don't I feel like lie. It would squeak. I feel like you got squeaky hips. Dave's, <laughs> Dave's hips do taxes. <laughs> <laughs> they work at H and R Block. <laughs> What's a memory that always makes you smile? Summer vacations at my grandparents' house. That does it for me. Days of just simple joy message deleted oh i mean dude spending time like anything this is why like having a good youth is so important mm-hmm. because you you think about the times you had with your friends bragger the, what you you had plenty of friends when you were a kid <laughs> she's like, good youth she's like <laughs> <laughs> what is that i have trauma <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, I would have to be a chameleon. I had to, I did not know who I was for so long because I had to blend in with so many other things. I feel like that is actually one of the things that has haunted me. Like, I don't know what my belief, like, I don't know what my thoughts are because I've had to be around so many people for so long. But truly, the only thing that I feel like brings you most joy other than food is thinking about your youth, Mahoney. Oh, like, man. That so and- for me, my younger brother, uh, Daniel, was having a hard time saying the word spoon. He would always say soon. And so I remember as an older brother teaching him and coaching him the way to say the word spoon because he was getting picked on a lot at school. And so it was a really sweet bonding moment. How did you teach him to say it properly, Dave? Well, I had a wiffle ball bat. And so I said, <laughs> say spoon. And he goes, spoon, bing, say spoon, spoon, bing. And then eventually I said, say spoon. He said, spoon. Yeah, and I hit him anyway. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So there are thrift stores all over America. Do you guys enjoy thrifting? Do you go thrifting? Is that a thing for you? You know, I feel like there was a moment in time when Macklemore and his thrift shop song was sweeping the nation, Dave, uh, that thrifting was thriving. But it's never been a thing for me because, man, like, I know what I do to my clothes. And it creeps me out. Oh, Thrifting's back, though. Thrifting's, like, super popular for, like, the Gen Z. But it's not cheap anymore. That's I feel like that's the, the part of it. It's like, you know, it was used to be a thing, like, you go to the thrift store and you would get clothes because the, you would save a bunch of money. But I feel like well, these thrift stores now are trying to charge J.C. Penny prices. I ain't oh. trying to pay J.C. Penny prices for a used cardigan. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I mean, I remember going to, like, Goodwill and Salvation Army when I was a kid with my mom because, you know, there were six kids. So buying clothes from the thrift store made sense. But you'd walk in there with a $10 bill and you'd walk out with bags full, full of stuff. Yeah. Right. Now, that's just not the case. Uh, Unless you go on sticker day. What is sticker day? Well, depending on the sticker, of the color of the sticker for the day, there's discounts on those items. Oh, so there is, is it like a weekly thing? Is it yeah, a- every day. Every day of the week, there's a sticker that they choose. Oh. So it's like green sticker day. And then you go in and find all the green stickers and it's like, I don't know, 50% off of whatever that green sticker price is. That's kind of cool. Yeah. There uh, you go. More you know. Thrift uh, thrift stores across America are asking people very specifically not to donate all of their household and personal items because some things they can't resell. Mostly your dildos. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, you throw it in a dishwasher. It'll be fine. Yeah. Both of them are dishwasher safe. Yeah, but they're saying, uh, please stop donating used and unused marital aids is what they call them. I well, feel I mean, like you this can't is... stick a dildo like on the wall next to, I don't know, anything else. Like next to the picture frames. Sure World's best dad coffee mug. That's where I prefer <laughs> my uh, marital aids. <laughs> in yeah. the ties. Yeah. Uh, why, why do you think he's the world's best dad? It's because he... <laughs> 
He brings him enough marital aids into the bedroom. He that's, knows where he's going to fall short. Good for him. Yeah, that's and right. he's cost efficient. You know what I mean? He's yeah. like financing all the sex items, which honestly are not that expensive. So maybe just don't get a dollar know, dildo. A, that, that is not necessarily uh, true. You when, can go and get a dildo for pretty cheap. Yeah, but if you, you, know you want to get like whatever the the, the Terminator six thousand or whatever Terminator six thousand. Termi- I don't think anyone wants the Terminator six thousand. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Audrey, to your point, I that I mean, that does give me an idea for a new retail store the uh, the dollar dildo the dollar dildo uh, yeah. yes i'm telling you, you it's the kind a of, hit the kind of fights that are going to happen there <laughs> we should get start using like nunchucks <laughs> did the dollar dildo get robbed with another strap on again you're like yeah <laughs> follow the dave and mahoney show on social media at dave and mahoney because your home phone cell phone email facebook twitter and home screen all at the same time they're everywhere <laughs> 